0: hell yeah rest in peace MF Doom gone too soon died in Halloween last year such a poetic time to go for a guy like that I went back and watched his um that was Fancy Clown by MF Doom off uh, Mad Mad Villainy phenomenal album if you're listening to us you probably listened to that album um but I was watching his uh he did a, you know that Red Bull Academy. They interviewed MF Doom. They did Jay Electronica. This was like nine years ago.
1: I don't know. If I've seen that.
0: Oh my God! He's he he spoke about how like each one of these personas is like a whole different character, and how a lot of his um, albums are constructed um, as like stories for the character he's yeah. playing. Because he's done like MF Doom. He's done like um, Vod Villain. There's a couple of other personas that he's rapped under under different names and um it's he spoke about like his early career with his brother um they were in a group called KMD in the 90s and um sadly his brother died and then MF Doom is what kind of came out of that and it's just it's a really a it's a great interview it's about 2 hours cuz they play his music in between as well to add context to the uh to the
1: um to the interview which I liked as well well i w- it was definitely sad to hear about but what was kind of—I mean, I say this with a grain of salt. It was kind of refreshing to see that his family got some sort of closure before it was widely known that he died. Like, he died on Halloween, and we just found out last week, the week before yeah, last. it
0: was, like, right before the so new year.
1: I like that his family probably got a little bit of time to deal with it because, unfortunately, in 2020, we lost Kobe, and you saw how just, like—I mean—
0: Highly His wife put, had to yeah. deal with
1: that like instantly. Like everybody knew, people knew before she knew. Right. And like I think it led her to take down her Instagram accounts for a little while so everything could calm down. So she's kinda gotten past the like initial shock. Right. I would assume. So the people that come up to her if they know who she is on the street. Like, hey, I right. heard about Doom like I'm sorry, he passed. Gives so. you a little bit of time where you don't have to necessarily be involved in that.
0: Well, I think it's also I mean, it's not cool that he passed, but I think it's um it's almost unique in a way that um, things are still like not known the minute they happen. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to like. It was nice news to got rolled that, out
1: in a respectful manner.
0: Right, and also it's like clearly the people who are around him and his family are not looking to make money off of this or make a quick buck by saying, "Hey, Doom died." Yeah. You know, so that was also good to see because I think people around, people around celebrities and stuff, they get sort of, um, they
1: That's get sort God of world.
0: starstruck and they start like you know sort of trying to get their own fame off of that, which I was happy that didn't happen with Doom. But it was just, it was so sad because you, see, you hear how many artists Doom has influenced. Yeah. Tyler, the, Yeah, all the article I read of all
1: the people that were reaching out, some of them were kind of shocking. Like, i had been like, dang, I wouldn't have expected them. Like, it just, it was kind of odd. Who were some of the ones that you oh. remember kind of stood out? Do you remember oh, any of them? No, top? one was a producer, but of like, I guess more of like a new sound. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool that, I mean, they're way different. God, I wish I'd have saved the article. I think it was on Twitter.
0: Mm. I I like. Um, I also like. I think his that mask, that mask. He he explained that the mask, the reason why he has it is because anybody could be doomed, and yeah. I think it goes back to that giving that belief, like you can come up and you can make music. Cause you hear artists say that now, but it's like artists like Young Thug and Lil Baby who are living such lavish lifestyles, that you can't really even relate to that. No. But if you look at Doom, he had on like a Cosby sweater, and some like just regular jeans. Cosby yes. sweater. Now that phrase might be not a good thing. But, but you know, what an mean. Argyle sweater.
1: Yeah. I'll say, um, and uh, we could say it this way: a, a, a sweater that what was his name, Mr. Huxtable? Yeah, before. yes, I think yes, he's still exactly. a wholesome. Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, yeah. You can Shout look out. at Cliff Huxtable and maybe exactly. So he's a like good that. Role so model. He's very maybe minimal. not the guy playing him. No, <laughs> but he's very minimal. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did see one thing. It said something like, "Congratulations to Doom." For making the mask more popular than, uh, what's the guy that played in Gladiator? Russell Crowe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said made it more popular than Russell Crowe in all of Hollywood.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did not realize that that's like a Gladiator yeah. mask until I I went looking on, like, I just started looking for memorabilia and stuff, because um, I think the coolest things I have are the Mad Villainy vinyl, and I also have the instrumental vinyl that accompanies it, which is fucking yeah, d- cool. Didn't I get you a Mad Villain even Mad Villain t-shirt? <clears throat> yep, yeah. Jake got me one with the album art on it on the front. I love that shirt. Oh, I don't know that it was copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was not official uh, yeah. MF Doom merch. Sorry, Doom. But, um, and, yeah, it, it's a he's a cultural icon for sure and, um, it, this is one of those areas where it's kind of sad because I don't think, I think his popularity now is going to be so much bigger than when
1: he was alive. Well, that's with anybody, really.
0: Right, right. But, um, yeah, rest in peace to Doom. Um, what else? Kind of just given the 2020 wrap-up.
1: Well, we haven't done an episode since September. Yeah, we should talk about it. Um, well, I mean, if you look at the the albums, probably like the last three episodes that we did, you kind of could get the vibe that there wasn't a lot going on for us that had us very engaged in hip-hop in 2020. I think our last review is Tattletales. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I think also, too, I mean... It's not that we can't talk about the albums that were coming out, but there was a lot in our personal lives going on that just, you know, we just, I think you kind of have to be in the mood to do this, kind of like recording a song, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think some of the storylines outside of hip-hop were pretty important. I mean, we were Mm -hmm. following what was going on this year very closely, Uh, and there were some things like what was happening in the summer with Black Lives Matter, like I think, I think Their voice, like we, yeah, yeah. their voice mattered more than us doing doing hip hop. Uh, It's just been a hard year, I think, for everybody, and everybody's routines have been thrown off. At the beginning, we had lulls and episodes because I had COVID. You thought you had COVID at the (laughs) beginning. We just like let's just calm down for a minute and see what's going on. So it's just been a hard year to do anything, right? Especially, I mean, we could have done some stuff on Zoom, but it wouldn't have been the format that we do.
0: No, and also. Um, I really like our chemistry in in podcasts. Yeah. I, I think in person there's so it's so much more that we can we can feed off each other a lot better than like a laggy, shitty yeah, Zoom with, call.
1: I mean, unless you're one of the Paul brothers, like there's not parties, there's not a lot of hip hop news that came this year. What was the biggest storyline? T- Troy, Troy, Troy and Lane and sitting yeah, same. shooting Megan the Stallion. In the foot. In WAP.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that 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 whole uh, WAP controversy is I hope everybody knows that that was completely manufactured by 300 Entertainment to get people to talk about that song. If you think that, if you think WAP is controversial in 2020, you are, you've clearly, you either have been living under a rock or you just like to get mad to get mad. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing controversial about that at this point in time, I'd like to think. Yeah, but there was
1: nothing really that was like, damn, we've got to talk about <laughs> right. it. I mean, like, the biggest thing, and, and it wasn't, I and mean, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but with, like, I think the biggest thing that dropped this year that would have, like, would have been like, we have to record today would have been Man on the Moon 3 just because of how much we yeah. really related to 2 and 1. But nothing super huge came out this year that, like, we have been, like, really, like, and, and hip-hop fans would be dying to hear. A whole lot of red. <laughs> we'll get, we will, get there. <laughs> we will um what what so what have you been doing from September to now
0: um i've i've been um actually i've been applying to grad schools again um i started a new job and um i've just honestly been hanging out with my girlfriend a lot too i think that was another thing like i, I hadn't been in a serious relationship in a long time and then all of a sudden jumping yeah. into that
1: and, and you get to a point in a relationship where like okay like not to, like, say, like, okay, this has got to be more serious, but, like, right. eventually, like, you keep carving out, like, more time and more time, and I think you have to do that at some point, or the other respective is going to be like, yeah, okay, you... damn, we hang out, like, every other week.
0: Especially when it's long distance, too. Yeah. Like, any time she could come over or I go over there... It... You know, we kind of just had to take advantage of that. But that's not saying that, oh, she wouldn't let me record the podcast.
1: Um, no, I, I don't mean it like that. No. Like I think what you did, <coughs> okay. like, spending more time with her is important yeah. at that stage of right. the relationship. For
0: sure. And this is, like, my first serious relationship, I feel like, too.
1: So, What's his name? <laughs> not that M- there's anything wrong with M- that. Mark. <laughs> She'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't. and I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm grateful for not knowing. Um. <laughs> oh. I got engaged between then and now, so now you'll hear me talking a little bit more openly about kind of like my life outside of, of hip-hop and or the podcast, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got engaged, um, got a house that we're remodeling, um, <laughs> so yeah, I made some big boy moves. I was
0: going to say, you just became a whole-ass
1: adult <laughs> in three months. Again. Again, yeah. Yeah, except this time, I think it's for good. No, yeah. no disrespect to the, the first no. go-around. Of course not. Um, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, no, I think I think I'm making some moves that are are really gonna pan out for the future. Uh, but yeah, I got a house we're remodeling, hoping to be out of the apartment living. Which this is, I mean, it's an apartment, but
0: it's I mean, a nice I'm,
1: apartment. I'm trying to flex without like flexing. It's, it's a nice apartment. It like, is. It's a it's it's nice. It's a
0: smidge of yeah, a flex.
1: We had some people in kind of networking about podcasts before we started, and he asked me like, "Are you excited about moving out?" And like, part of me is because like I'm ready to be on my own with no neighbors. Like. Within ten feet of me, uh, the view here is incredible. You have the lakes, you can see the mountains. The whole vibe. Yeah, it's it's a really cool vibe. Anything I move into will be a downgrade, right. except for the fact that I own it. Like mm-hmm. at this point in the That's game. enough. That's like I'm upgrade. not moving into a, like a trashy house. That's a nice house for my age. A lot of people my age are are that's that's their their crib. Right. But it, it's going to be a good move in the future. Yeah, Something absolutely. affordable enough that I can pay off in a couple years and can rent. So now I'm going to have income outside of my my job.
0: He's making big Gary Vaynerchuk moves. And um yeah, I think we're we're getting at that age too where if you're not kind of thinking about the future, you're a bit you're not doing yourself a service. So, yeah, just a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. Um also like I said, I think what the most important thing was like all the protesting and stuff um with Black Lives Matter and all the racial tension in the country in the last year, it just did not feel appropriate to come on here and bullshit about um, Nav's emergency tsunami yeah. album,
1: you know? Nothing pulled us out of the, out of like the daily life. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it, like one, one album, like if, if you had a big, like a, like a J. Cole drop or a Kendrick drop, like a, a household name, we'd have been in here talking about it. And most of the bigger music came out earlier in the year. Like part of it was like, we were doing consistent episodes through 2020. It just wasn't as much of like every other day or every other three days. Right. But we got to a point like, we were kind of talking like, dude, hip-hop is stale as hell right now. Uh, 2020 was not a good year for hip-hop. 2020 was not a good year for anybody but cleaning supply companies <laughs> and Amazon.
0: I think, yeah, the music that was coming out, no disrespect, if you like some of those albums later in the year. And there were, there were it's not that I didn't like them. It was just, what am I going to say about it that I feel like needs to be said, you know? And yeah, it just it, didn't feel like that.
1: It's an un. I think it was an unfair year to most people, and and music is one of them. Like, music kind of got us through. Like for me, like when I'm out on appointments throughout the day, I'm I'm in the mu- in the car listening to music. But with people at home more often and having more access to music and using that as entertainment for a longer period of time, the stuff just aged mm-hmm. badly. Like yeah. I remember talking about Eminem's album, and I really liked it. when We talk about it, and it if you go back it constructively it's a good album but i haven't listened to it since we did the review that's that's a big problem too if you look at my 2020 from apple it's all like eagles chicago like <laughs> old like kind of like oldies music right there's hardly anything from 2020 in my 2020 list like my my curated thing from apple not my 2020 year end list
0: my bad which I is be- what
1: we're talking about today yes if you didn't read the title <laughs> we, yeah we, were we got right into mf doom <laughs> as, as we should absolutely um, that kind of made me want to segue into
0: this, pulling up our, the 2020 playlist versus your album of the year list. Um,
1: yeah. We, we definitely need to talk about that. Yeah. When we're, when we're going through. Yeah.
0: Cause, um, there's a few on here. I'm like, damn, I put a lot off the album, but it didn't make my list. Like the, the black,
1: um, EP. Yeah. That was on honor. Hot wings EP. It is it that small? what it
0: was? Yeah. I, I have all six of those tracks on there or is it one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Six tracks. Um, and and I I didn't even really like go back to that one much.
1: Yeah. Um no, I think we definitely need to go through our twenty twenty Apple curated and yeah. compare it to our album list. Because yeah. there was some like there's a lot of stuff in mine that was not even from 2020. <laughs> I think I know. That's wondered, crazy that I've... I've listened to more music than what is new. Yeah. Yeah. And I went back to more albums. Yeah. Um before we get into that, we're gonna hit yeah. you with what you know. You got a fact this yeah. week? Um my fact this week is
0: apparently bears um can get paid actual bears um can get paid twenty thousand dollars a day working on a Hollywood studio set, which is crazy.
1: What do you think he spends all that money on? <laughs> Honey, yeah. Pooh bear.
0: Pooh bear shout out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dogs do not have an appendix. <laughs> That's wild to me. I'm gonna need to pause this and go edit an eBay ad that I have right now. <laughs> um I'll be right back. <laughs> What's crazy so this whole time we've been doing this little bit, what you know, we've just been like googling random facts. The whole time we've been less than ten feet from this book, ne- Noel Botham. Shout out to you, illustrations by Travis Nichols, the totally awesome book of useless information. And that would have that would have saved so us much some time. time. That would have cut all
0: our research. All that the time, Hakeem hits
1: you with a, a state bird. <laughs> <laughs> all the Chuck Norris jokes that I still would have managed to tell. We had this the whole time. It
0: feels like I'm so rusty, dude. I forgot how much how much weird shit we did over over the yeah. year.
1: I mean, we can't just scrap it because no. of laziness. No, I know. That you would know. be worse than laziness. That would. You're right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so if you didn't read the, the title, we are going to be giving our 2020 list almost a month through 2021. Um, yeah, 2021 is following up 2020. Can like I say that I'm
0: happy we waited, though?
1: Yeah, it gives us a, a way to look back. It doesn't feel as rushed. Like, exactly. When I made this list, it was a lot easier because I wasn't like, okay, damn, I got what, what about the out? Like, that's why I gave 6 9 a shot on, what, was it 2018's <laughs> right. list uh, or t- 2019's list? One yeah. of those two.
0: I think we need to, in the future, hopefully, when we keep doing this, um, I think the, the year end list should come out
1: in January. Maybe not this late in, but maybe like the first week. You know? I mean, not to give the Grammys any undue fucking credibility. Yeah. First curse word from me. The weekend. That's my New Year's resolution for... <laughs> Less curse? I guess, yeah. I made it like 491 bars. Because <laughs> I don't have the time up on the thing. So I, we've got 493 bars without a curse word from me. Um, you don't cuss too much. I feel like I... I, I just... Am... I try, it look, just looks bad sometimes. Like when you're among friends, I think it's different. But like when you're at the grocery store and I'm like, they don't have any fucking Cheerios. <laughs> and like there's a kid next to me. Like, yeah...
0: You're in Aldi's freaking out yeah. in the produce.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So I, I, I just try to look a little bit more, sound a little more presentable. Yeah,
0: I think I think definitely
1: just keep maintaining
0: composure in these times <laughs>
1: is uh, is a <laughs> <our laughs> valuable <Absolutely>. skill. No. <laughs> Yeah, 2021 is following up 2020, just as you'd expect. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that we waited to do this. I think it did take a little bit of the pressure off. We gave the albums that came out late, like Man on the Moon. Like mm-hmm. when Man on the Moon came out, I was like, mm, I don't know this this is top 10, and we'll talk about if it made my top 10. But now it was a little bit easier to look back on it and really look at it objectively, because I've said it a million times, 6ix9ine should not have made that list. There were some hot right. tracks on it's that okay. album.
0: It's okay. It's okay. A lot of people will say, for the record, to give you credit on that album, it's still...
1: That's, I mean, that's kind of his critically album. Yeah, that's his album. I'm not, I'm not going to take like, that away is from you. See, like
0: me, I picked the one before that. Graduation? Yeah, but there was better stuff
1: that came out that year. Like I like that one. Lucid Dreams, what was the, the, the yeah. first Juice World album? That was, that came out that year and that wasn't on my list. Right, right. And it should have been. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. Like there were way more albums better deserving. But even
0: now, that. even when you go back now, you're still going to
1: find stuff that you wish was in there.
0: You know what I mean? If you, if you look at Try it. Try White. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. We're going to go like we always do, back and forth. You, let's just start at 10. All right. My number 10,
0: so mine was a, mine was a little backwards.
1: You remember the years if you're like a, a,
0: a diehard,
1: like a loyalist? <laughs> man. Remember the years that like Aaron. I'd have a top 10, 10 list and Hakeem would have like a top 9 or top 11?
0: <laughs> I'm so bad, dude.
1: And it took me four attempts to pass three math classes in high school. <laughs> And he's over here with a
0: never a 10.
1: <laughs> but I see you got 10 today.
0: I do have 10. Um, before we go into 10, though, let's do honorable mentions. Because okay. I do want to do that. Um, usually we do that at the end, but I think in the beginning now would be good. Um, I have a few. I have less than you, but maybe some are well, on here. I'll explain why mine are a little longer. Right. After we get to um, my Mac Miller's Circles, that's an honorable mention. Um, Lil Uzi Vert's Eternal Take, Take. Um, Don Tolliver's Heaven or Hell. And... Um, I think
1: that's about it for me though. Okay, so these when I was making the list, what I do every year, I always go to Wikipedia or Billboard, whoever has just a, a running list of the albums in in chronological order, and if I see a track or a song or a, an album that had two or more songs that I liked on it, I put it on on the list. Like two that right. I remember. So these are just some notable albums that came out this year. I think we both had something good to say about it. Yeah, Savage Mode Two, Sa- uh, Metro Boomin and Twenty One Savage, Six Piece Hot EP, Black. Darkling, Demo t- Tapes Drake, low Boat 3, Pray for Paris, West Side Gun, The Allegory, Royce to five Nine, which is nominated for a Grammy. Big props to Royce. Uh, Modus Vivendio, 7-0 Shake, Funeral, My Turn, Little Baby, No Pressure, Extinction Level 2, of Rhymes, Eternal to Take, Legends Never Die, Juice World, From Dark to Light, and Elite Chopper. This one is just for Cass- me. <laughs> this is just for me, because... <laughs> Gasanova by Young Gravy, Gassanova. it is a slapper. He's got Chief Keeps singing a country song. <laughs> so, it is amazing. What? Yeah, it's called Can Tampa we play Bay. A bit yeah, we'll, we'll play it at the end. It's oh called Tampa God. Bay Bus Down. That's actually I want to hear that. Bussing Ke- out the Chevrolet. I hope somebody that is listening knows that song. Go listen to Gasanova. That's and wild. then Music to Be Murdered By by Eminem. So those are some pretty notable albums. I think around the hip- any level of hip hop fan would have been able to identify with most of those. Uh, those are the ones that I could remember. Two songs that I remember liking. Yeah, um,
0: Pop Smokes would be an honorable mention for me too. Um, shoot oh, we'll the, get in.
1: We'll get into Pop Smokes. All right,
0: and Juice Worlds would uh, have been on mine too. But the problem is uh, <laughs> he's gonna do. He's gonna take that drill sound to run with it someday. Uh, wow. But watch, um, so for me, my number, my number ten was uh, 070 Shake Modus Vivendi, okay, um, which you put on the honorable mention, which I was happy to hear. I listened to it today all the way through it sounds even better now
1: than when it first dropped and this was one of the ones that was as a piece as a work of art is well deserving of a top ten of twenty twenty you know Mike, it wasn't enough hip, it is? wasn't enough hip-hop for me to put okay. it in there and I know we always have like we always have a couple outliers in the honorable mentions that are kind of like technicalities I that think you I could have
0: put but... I think I cheated on mine then that's
1: fine uh, maybe like two and i I
0: like on hers what I like on Modus Vivendi, like you were saying, it is very much like an art piece. Um, what I like though is the synth reminded me of some stuff that I would hear on like Old Kid Cudi, um, which Mike Dean apparently did help with some of the production. Yeah, it is on good there. music produced, so it I makes mean, you sense. have all the
1: connections there. It makes
0: sense, but I'm telling you, I listen to it now, and it it sound it flows so well. There's not really any songs that I That's the one skip. with the pines, right? Yes, yeah. that's okay. the
1: second song, and then it jumps into Guilty Conscience and. Phew, yeah, so there were other more hip hop albums that I listened to more, and that's what bumped at the honorable mention for me. But as a piece of art, I think that was probably one of the albums I rated the highest this right. past year.
0: It's uh, it's definitely a great piece. I hope she, I hope she gets more more chance to put out music. But I mean, one of the songs was actually featured in Thirteen Reasons Why on Netflix. Guilty Conscience is really viral. I think The Pines has almost a million views. Um, so I I do think this got a lot of publicity but it's it's
1: definitely one of my favorite albums this year. All right. Uh my number 10 is Detroit 2, which we didn't talk about. Uh, my biggest criticism of Big Sean over the last really like 5 years is just that I really wanted him to go back to the roots like what he did on on Detroit. I really like uh what's the album I have it on vinyl over there? Not, finally Famous? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, that's no. Chief no, Keef. no. 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 Uh, <laughs>
0: Hang on, I'll pull it up. I know which one you're talking about. The
1: one about.
0: with... um, It's the one with 10 ass. to 10.
1: Yeah, no, 10 to 10 is Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Um, That's I, I, I didn't... I haven't really liked... Oh, it is Finally Famous. Yeah, Finally Famous was yeah. his like entry. That's when he has Damn, a Kanye... you have that on ...Chardonnay. Though? Yeah. That's Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Remember that song? You need to frame that one. Yeah. Just to so, set
0: the mood, girl.
1: Yeah. I wanted so, old big be Sean back. Like some of the stuff, like he, he I like that he was being creative and kind of trying to change the sound. Like every album does kind of, he tries to do something different, but some of that, it just didn't resonate with me. The past, past albums, like dark sky paradise. I really didn't like no. the, the album with, um, halfway out the balcony. I did like that. I that like album them, that That's the one me. where he's kind of like, kind of like Alter I had Yeah. And it, it had, a, it had its moments, but I didn't really like it as an album. I like Detroit 2 a lot better. Mm-hmm. The one with Nipsey Hussle, Deep Reverence, is great. Um, him and Post Malone have a great chemistry. Yeah. I really like song. I think song. Post
0: Malone can work with anybody, oh, though. Incredible. You
1: really like Lithuania.
0: Oh, yeah. One. Which I know a lot of people didn't like that one, but I think I'm just so hungry for Travis Scott.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's why I didn't I, like it. I wanted more from Travis <laughs> it is, It's a Big Sean song. It's not a Travis song.
0: Um, I like the stories that were interwoven in the album. It did make it feel really. It and that's what he in did in, in Detroit, way. right? And um, some I like. I like some of the songs, but it was just it was too long for me to really want to go back. Have to you it.
1: noticed that album runtime is starting to go
0: back up? Yeah, you know why? Because if it's a la carte, you can throw one of those songs on a playlist, and he's yeah. getting. Well, yeah, he's getting right looking at all the artists
1: that have. Have put like these little EPs together from out or songs off of multiple albums and it just puts it at the top of their discog- discography on iTunes and people are going to listen to it. Justin Bieber did a couple. I think even Big Sean had a couple where he did some like a la carte stuff, just threw it up just to get streams. So I mean, I get it. But in this day and age, it's hard. Yeah. And I hate to say this for myself, it's hard <coughs> to. Keep my attention for an hour, eighteen minutes. Uh,
0: that's everybody. I mean, fourteen minutes. I
1: think it's me. just one. It's the excessive
0: accessibility of it all. There's too you can much it coming out. out. The day. What? Well, yeah, you can. You can.
1: But it, you don't get the. It, you don't get that. I feel like nobody's making an album. Like nobody's making something to listen start to finish anymore.
0: No, but also It's few and far between. That's that's not what people are demanding from music nowadays. Uh, out of only a select few artists will do that. It used to be in order Damn. to sell a hip hop album. You had to, like, construct a narrative behind it. It had to tell a whole story. Like, the the, the albums I think of, two just off the top of my head, um, T.I. vs. Tip and um, Lil Wayne's The Carter 2. There's a whole... I mean, Lil Wayne The Carter 2, not as much, but there's, like, a whole narrative through T.I. vs. Tip. Yeah. Ends up with him, like, fighting himself at the end, kind of. Um, but it's a... It's just that's not really demanded out of hip hop
1: artists. I'm asked nowadays. I'm asked the question. Go uh, ahead. I, I never thought I'd <laughs> ask this question on the podcast. Are we old heads? No. Are we? No. But I mean, like, no. are we this era's old heads? Like now, like our old heads have kind there. of graduated. We're getting there. Yeah. Like now, I feel like Mikkel. Like our music tastes have split. Like me and Mikkel and you used to all kind of have, and, and Mikkel's still like kind of down here with the music taste. And like, I feel like we're old heads. I feel like we're wanting the old shit back.
0: It's not that I want it back cuz I actually have an appreciation for a lot of the growth that the new new hip hop artists have brought in and um I think there's a lot to learn uh from from the youth and people younger than us but um I think what I miss is maybe the fact that music was a little bit harder to gain access to um back when you had to buy a CD you yeah. know what I mean um, I mean, you could always... Now you, now you can appeal, though.
1: like... I, I get it. You can appeal directly to your, your actual bass. and right. The people who like a couple songs or, like, we used to sit by the radio and hope, like, the four songs we liked <laughs> on the radio would get played. So well, I get it.
0: Well, also, it's, it's this thing where if an album comes out, within two minutes, somebody's calling it trash. And then... Um, We back in the day, it's like you would get you had to find out yourself word of mouth, yeah. Like a Jake would give me a flash drive that had has his project on it or something. Oh, I
1: remember in a a specific instance, I gave the man and Machine Gun Kelly's debut album, Lace Up, and said, Just listen to the DMX track. That's
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's still one of the best, yeah. What is it called, Demons of all time. I think, yeah.
1: I think that's actually what it's called. I think it is. But no, the Detroit 2 gave me my confidence back in Big Sean. Like, now when I hear he's going to drop, I'm actually sort of interested as before. I'm like, damn, just another opportunity to This is to his best project,
0: I would say. His best commercial release? And, yes. And yeah, yeah. I would say so. I mean, I know Finally Rich is like, Finally, finally famous, famous is... Finally uh, Rich is the chief keeper. <laughs> keep flipping them around. But Finally Famous, that one is more of a nostalgia thing because there's a lot of big songs off yeah. of that.
1: No, I think this is his most complete album. Yeah. I think his my favorite release of his still is Detroit.
0: Yeah, which, no hate. That's why I, I totally understand why it would be on your list. It makes sense. Number nine. West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. Okay. The aesthetic of that album, when you listen to it, it just stays this, it's this beautiful, like, I just kind of have visions of, like, being at Paris Fashion Show, but, like, smoking a blunt in, in the front row of Paris Fashion Show, wearing, like, Balenciaga from the toe down and it just puts me in that mood. It's got amazing features from Freddie Gibbs and Tyler, Tyler. the creator. Um, it's, it's a very, just a beautiful listen. Also, I will say it's one of my favorite cover arts and that definitely and
1: played a role that put, not put my foot in my mouth, but it this, this was a good album. Start to finish. Like this is one where you can appreciate the art from the front to back. It's not really a theme, but like you, you kind of got the theme Balenciaga out over here. Um, Just high
0: fashion in pairs.
1: Yes, I really like this. The reason it made my honorable mention and not a number is because when I went through my 2020 list, like Mm -hmm. of what I had Apple said I'd listen to, I didn't listen to it that much. Right. So I kind of look at this stuff more of like my opinion because at the end of the day it is. That's why Gasanova is on there. (laughs) Right. So
0: what I think you and I both had the same... My parameters for picking top 10 this year were kind of different in that... I realized I wasn't listening to a lot of music lately. And I think I was just kinda discouraged by all the monotony. Yeah. So I just kinda took a break from listening to hip hop for a while and then I looked and I was like going back um going back to albums that came out this year and I was playing some stuff like um Lil Baby's My Turn.
1: Yeah, I know you told me throughout the year, like every time every time I'd see Hakimi be like that little baby album's kinda kinda hot. Like I was kinda liking the little baby album. <laughs>
0: Um, it, it, i just kind of went back to to stuff that came out earlier in the year but i didn't find myself listening to a lot of music so i kind of went back and was like what albums really resonated with me when we reviewed them and um just kind of tried to recapture my, okay. those feelings from back then you yeah know? i mean
1: because i can look at any. anything can be non-hip-hop it can be non-music like you can look at art and appreciate mm-hmm. it right but maybe not it's not enjoyable or entertaining to you, like I. Not to say that "Pray for Paris" was not, but when I went back and looked at what I listened to, I was like, "Well, obviously, it wasn't what I was listening to heavy this year." Uh, so some of mine are very objective. Some yeah, are, are
0: and and neither one of those I would say I listened to heavy. That's another thing yeah. too. Like I just wasn't, I I wasn't heavy on them, but I went back to them today, and it sounded like they just came out, and I was really just. Very um, excited to go through these these albums again.
1: Yeah, I kind of was downing like when I went back, I was like, twenty twenty wasn't as bad musically no. as I really feel it is, but it there have been much better years. It
0: was just there was a saturation of shit
1: for a while. Number nine for me was Man on the Moon Three, The Chosen. Uh, like I said in the intro, at first I was a little disappointed. Like, I was like, damn, I don't know if this is gonna make my top ten. Like I knew I was saying, I think I've said it a couple times on the podcast that if Kid Cudi drops, it'll definitely be top 10. It's got to be. And at first, it was kind of a drag because of how long it was. But then I went back, and Man on the Moon and Man on the Moon 2 were also a little bit lengthier of projects. Uh, but I really enjoy it. I um, I kind of felt
0: sad listening to this Kid Cudi project. And the reason why I say I felt sad, first of all, the cover art for that one, you want to talk about Crazy. That's one of mm-hmm. my favorites. That's a great one. But um, I just felt like... For the first time ever, I was saying, Kid Cudi just sounds like he's doing Travis Scott impressions
1: for 12 tracks. Me and Tab talked about that. He,
0: but he, I know he invented the sound.
1: Yeah, I was like, is he, he's not biting because obviously they're very close. But I I asked her, I was like, if you were Travis, would you be a little upset? Like, this is really like kind of his, or would you, how would you feel about it? And I was like, well, I said, you gotta remember, Kid Cudi is who Travis, that's his. Biggest role model,
0: but but now it's like who's who's more popular for that sound, Kid Cudi or Travis? At this point, nobody's more popular than Travis Scott. I'm talking about mainstream, like yeah. in the mainstream, and also even the way it was mixed. There's there's a Kid Cudi sound that he he's made he's made like Man on the or not Man on the Moon, Kids Sea Ghosts. Yeah, that's that's Cudi all the way. There's no Travis there, but this project, the production the uh, ad-libs coming on, coming off in the back it was too much like a Travis album and I just kind of felt like he's not doing anything here that makes me have to go back and visit it um there's nothing that really stood out to me throughout the whole project but maybe it needs a couple more listens but I did like Rockstar Nights with Chippy Red and I like Tequila Shots I like Tequila Shots a lot I like Show
1: Out that's what Pop Smoke and Skepta Mm. Oh, yeah, that was good. That Skeptic killed that dress. Yes. My God. Um, I did like Rockstar Nights as well. Uh, I think I like Passion Pain and Demon Slayer as an album better than this. Yeah. It, and I there hate was that. More. I hate that because this is kind of like I don't know if it's the bookend to Man on the Moon, but any we've talked about this. Anytime you sequel an album, you automatically take a risk that if you titled it something different, that you're. you're I would not
0: also taken. argue. If you listen to Man on the Moon one and Man on the Moon Two, they're they're very personal yeah. projects. You kind of got to know Cuddy and I think that's why so many people love him. Um, this project, there's nothing in here that reminds me of him or reminds me of why I gravitated
1: towards him. No, it's just kind of him doing the sound now. Yeah, and that's
0: why I was like, Why call it Man on the Moon three? It just does not it just did not feel like a Man on the
1: Moon project to me. Like, if he would have put Passion... Because Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying is deep. Like, he kind of talks about how the other... The whatever, the album, that the, the fucking rock, garage rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one we don't talk
0: about. Yeah, the one we don't talk
1: Speeding about. Speeding Bullet to Heaven. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> that one. if He kind of talks about the rejection that he got over that album. Like, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying is very on-cutty message-wise and very personal. Like, I would have almost rather him named this... Passion of Pain and Demon's Land. Put the other one, man. Like it just seems to fit the mood better. But he's the artist; he does what he wants. Yeah, I I did enjoy. N- not shooting on it because it is like a pleasant listen. Like I yeah, nothing was offensive off. to me. It like just, I listened to it
0: all the way through, and it never was kind of like J Electronica. Where, but I'm going to contradict myself shortly. You but do it was, better. It was yeah, exactly. You could do better. That's what it was. All right, number, number eight, sir. Number eight for me. It's a J Electronica's A Written Testimony. Okay. Um, I. I was not big on this project, and I still would say it's a weaker attempt from Jay Electronica than what I would have anticipated after 10 years. Also, I miss that in the notable albums. I
1: That's, right. That's right. I That's Um B.S.I., I concur.
0: <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, I went back to it, though. First of all, Jay-Z really it has some
1: incredible... So unfair. And <laughs> Jay Electronica <laughs> so tries unfair. to flex it, like, got Jay-Z for my debut album. Remember right. Like, well, he, Jay- he put- Jay-Z did your debut album. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I don't want to take away from,
0: but Jay but when I went back to it, I still really enjoy it as a full body of work. It's short and to the point. It's a bit more conceptual. I think you guys see a theme in my list. Um, it's it's just it was a more pleasant experience. And there's there's some great um, bars from J Electronica that I still enjoy off of
1: there. Yeah, and that's another one. Like it's not offensive. Like never no. did he do anything that I was like. Ah, you should have done differently. Maybe the track that was really old that they re-released and kind of remastered. Shiny
0: Suit Theory? Yeah. But, but then he... You remember what the the his uh, Act 2, Patents of Nobility tape leaked? And then it was released on Tidal. Um, it was in that project, and all they did, Jake, was some extra piano keys no. before it came on it totally changed the I've, dynamic I think of the we track. listened
1: to a rip of that on YouTube and I yeah, liked the I original version you. better than the the CD cuz the version way cuz
0: of the way it like yeah. in, the guy fixed all the interludes on that um yeah but... fixed no, all the transitions
1: nothing on that was like ah this was bad skip like it was it was quality it was good
0: I really did go back and enjoy it and I did listen to that whenever I was in the mood to listen to music it was either J Electronica Denzel Curry
1: or Old Drake. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? Do you have your clown horn? Do you want to squeak, squeak the clown horn when I read this? I feel like I'm going to get flamed by Hakeem for this number eight. Number eight. That's what they all say, Jack Harlow. That's the, it's the album that dropped. I'm painting his face right now. Keep going. Um, that's the album that came out the same day as Kid Cudi. Uh, <laughs> um, I actually really enjoyed it. He, he kind of did a little bit... Of, I, I like Jack Harlow. I think he's going to be around for a little while. I think it's he a has... But, a, it's a high-budget release. Yeah, everything he's done has been high-budget. Yeah. Ever since he got with drama. Yeah. And he do, he's very good in interviews. Uh, New Year's Eve, he was on Post Malone's Bud Light special thing. Post Malone had a bunch of other artists perform, too. And Jack Harlow was the opener. And I was like, I'm kind of interested. I mean, I know it's it, there's no crowd. I mean, there were some few people in like this little like mm-hmm. venue he was at. But I was like, I want to see if he can do this live and the rapping very proficient. Like he's f- skilled when mm-hmm. it comes to that, the singing, he needs the auto tune. And I I mean, no disrespect. <laughs> when I try to use any melody, I've got to use it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not knocking him, um, but I did really like the performance. Uh, some of the tracks I liked a lot was face of my city that had a little baby in it. I didn't listen. You think you paid a hundred thousand? I asked no. Tad this too. I said, you think, you think drama paid a hundred thousand dollars to <laughs> no. baby? No drama guaranteed would not pay 100000 for any verse. Nobody would charge him that much. It was, well, I was kind of like, is Jack Harlow going to stumble with, like, how are they going to b- put little Baby in a Jack Harlow? Like, nah, I could see that. It worked. Um, he had a song with Big Sean, Way Out. He has one on here, Already Best Friends, uh, with Chris Brown. That, that one I was really worried about. I was like, I don't know this going to go, and I really liked it. But I did really like the album that he put out with Young Thug earlier this year, even though nobody else liked it.
0: No, dude, it's but it's been picking up on the radio. Did you know that? mm It's big on the that was, radio, that
1: was, that was One of his is on my 2020 Apple thing. We need to go into that yeah. when we take the break at, at five. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I was kind of like, ah, this could be terrible, and it wasn't that bad. He, they did throw the What's Poppin' remix on there, I guess, to add some streams, which I rather... Would rather hear what's popping. The regular without nah, the baby. I like the, I like the remix. Tory Lanez kills that. But the um, um Tyler Hero song was huge. Lil Wayne yeah. did a a thing for the whatever his latest mixtape was. Yeah. It was, covers the, the it was
0: the funeral uh oh oh oh.
1: Yeah, like like kinda like sorry for the weight or the droughts, like when he would cover other people's beats, he he did was a it sorry for the Wait girl. six? Yeah, or eleven, who knows? <laughs> oh. But no, I, I like Jack Carlo. I think he has a good personality. He's different. Uh, like I don't know that anybody could really call, like his style. Like the way he dresses is different. Like I think it's gonna be hard to paint him as like that that culture vulture kid.
0: He's not. A, I wouldn't say he's a culture vulture. Just it feels like it's. I don't know. It's like a big blockbuster movie, and I'd rather. just... Yeah, I
1: mean, he has a he has a big budget. Like, I mean, he, it is kind of industry plant ish. Yeah, but he's put out quality every time like it hasn't just been like oh here's your big budget project and we'll see if it does this one
0: just felt like
1: it was like i was supposed to be
0: hyped for it you know and and also the the cover art for that one he's delusional i mean just it looks so sus with him like in the limo and all the people are outside i don't know i
1: think he's just playing up it felt like 2004 I I think it would have been hard for any artist to put out music this year because you can't promote it the way you want to like you know Travis has got some shit cooked he's already told us that he has but like an artist like that that wants to perform and wants to have their face out there like he's Jack Harlow's young like you know he wants to be in the club he wants to be out performing regardless of how big a venue is like it would be hard like to be cooped up like that and still be expected to put out quality I think that's why we've seen some artists that have said that they were gonna drop in 2020 kind of backpedal Drake J. Cole. J. J. Cole. No, he, he said 2020 when he did but the But him little... and
0: Kendrick, you take what they say... And Kanye, you take a, what they say with a grain of salt. Like, I've never seen them on time for anything.
1: But, yeah, I wouldn't want to Yeah, put music out in 2020. Yeah, for sure. Even though I did.
0: I just don't have much to say. I did not listen to the project. I'm not going to. Um, no, that's okay. But that's just that's because just I'm not a Jack Harlow fan. No, no disrespect. Hey, don't knock our culture, all right? <laughs>
1: Don't you talk about Jack Harlow or Post Malone. <laughs> I like Posty. Everybody Posty. likes Post Malone. Yeah,
0: for sure. Our number seven, uh, Freddie Gibbs and um, Alchemist Alfredo. It's just another <laughs> conceptual album.
1: Um, the aesthetic
0: of it is great.
1: Another um, Grammy-nominated album.
0: Jazz jazz, and hip-hop just go together like peanut butter and jelly. I say it all the time. Um, I think Freddie Gibbs stepped up lyrically in a lot of ways. Um, Alchemist is so underrated as a producer.
1: Well, there's, I think there's going to be a, a theme that we'll be able to underline a little later, Yeah. but projects where you have one artist and one producer seem to really shine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but it's, it's just one of my, it's, it's a fun listen. It reminded me of like Den, Denzel
1: Curtin. Can I liked sometimes. it a lot better than the one he did with Mad Lib. Not, not, the, not, the knock, yeah, not yeah. to knock Mad Lib. Um, yeah, but Piñata, the last one, Piñata, not not the first one. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't a big fan. I, it, but I like The Alchemist better. Like That's more my style than Madlib.
0: It's also a little shorter. It's a bit more... Um, I think it's very easy to digest as well, and I think it's something that's and easy to
1: listen to. More Freddie probably. Gibbs was kind of in the news a little bit through 2020. Beefing with academics. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of cool that he had an album that is doing well. Like, yeah. now Ack can't, like, crap on him for being a He was a... still
0: shitting on him, saying, oh, you only got 30K streams, 30,000 streams.
1: It's it's off. So Ac will get views. Yeah. yeah. I'd sure. smack the shit out of DJ Academics.
0: <laughs> you don't like him? Mm-mm. I like, um, I, I actually would watch, like, his streams and stuff. Some of his stuff was I feel
1: like all he does is just... I mean, he's just an internet troll. Yeah,
0: kind of. I mean, it really is kind of just like. A and I'm over that. I just,
1: I feel you. It's, it's it's a little immature. If you look, I right mean, that's, he's making money. Congrats, a lot to of you. money, <laughs> a lot of money. But but if I mean, if we could get some, if I could, if we could blow hooks, lines, and hip hop up for me, knocking academics, slap the <laughs> f out. Let's set it up. Oh I'll fight Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. Are you Jake Paul? You're listening to Impulsive, <laughs> not a sponsor. That's bad for our culture, and I'll say that. What is your number seven? 2021 is the year of my hot takes. (laughs) Hakeem is going to be calm, cool, and collected. (laughs) Bull bomb and belected. I'm taking the back seat this year. Uh... Number seven is King's Disease, Nas. One that I listened to when it came out, but I just never went back to it. This, I can't draw the theme 100% because Hit Boy didn't do all the production. Mm -hmm. But for those that want to talk about Nas' album with Kanye... If he did an album with Hit Boy, it, he'd make Kanye look like a YouTube producer. Like, Hit Boy killed him yeah. for Nas. I mean, or vice versa. I mean, Nas can rap on anything. Um, but yeah, I really like the Hit Boy tracks a and, lot.
0: And that's amazing that you're applauding the production on there, because the biggest, like,
1: kind of uh, thing that
0: Nas is known for is he picks bad beats.
1: Yeah, pretty much all of Nasir was bad beats. Yeah. <laughs> i like the only the only album i really go back to his is his first one well the problem i have with nas and kanye they're like so opposite like kanye wants to be so outside of the box and nas is like one track mind he's gonna rap the way he's rapped since the 90s (laughs) yeah like you can't take somebody that is that proficient at that style and pull them out of it i think he i think nas was just in a bad arena with the, the Kanye album, which I feel like this the production was much more focused. And I think that's what you need out of Nas. I don't wanna hear Nas experiment. And I, I don't take that disrespectfully. I wanna hear Nas for Nas the same way I wanna hear Jay Z do Jay Z. Right. Man did four forty four and what he did on a written testimony and it's been much better than I, I relate to it more than his older catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. And also it's it's stuff that
0: I think those albums will age.
1: Yeah, so I want classic really Nas. I don't want experimental Nas, and that's what King's Disease was to me. And well, I was Eminem, worried when I saw it was coming out. When
0: you mentioned Eminem, that's what this last album was. It was much mm-hmm. more like his his classic stuff. And I think aging artists, you don't see Rolling Stone putting out like some new, uh, some like new metal album. No. They they're gonna stick to what they do. And and some and I think for older, more established acts. That's a that's a that's a slam dunk every time cuz you have a formula that's proven to work. Yeah. So why not use it, you know?
1: Who you got for number 6? God, my screen locks and then I just have to I got all the screens out. We appled <laughs> out over here. <laughs> um, number 6 for me was um,
0: Logic's no pressure.
1: Okay. I like it a lot. A very good send-off. And it I think was we nice. We were very on that theme when we reviewed it this year.
0: Like if that's his last project what a high note. And and also that makes sense the way, the way I like his catalog, first album potentially last yeah, album.
1: I think I think logic would be a good evergreen episode to kind of look at his career start to finish. Um, cuz I was kind of looking back on it like his whole career, everybody, I mean he always even painted himself as like the fan of the game, like he just wanted to be and do stuff with everybody. And if that was really his focus, He's got songs. I mean, we may not have li- I liked them, you didn't like them. <laughs> um I see the song you did with Gucci Man. Like he's got songs with all these legends that like if I if I was in Logic Shoes, I'd be wanting to work with everybody that I listened right. to as a kid, like yeah. regardless of who messes with them now. Yeah. And I think if I think he's got a career that if he is out of music and he's gonna pursue other ventures like outside of, of music, I think that if he looks back on it, he's going to be that's something he's gonna be proud of. Yeah.
0: I I mean anybody who's made he's made like twelve projects more than that with his mixtapes.
1: Um he's he worked very
0: hard for a long time, so And
1: did it at a high level from the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um there are some low points, but his catalog under pressure is always really well liked. The Incredible True Story is incredibly incredibly well liked. This project I think is gonna go down as a, a very well liked project. It sold incredibly well. Um he has I mean he
1: has kind of a slam dunk of a career I would yeah. say. If he
0: I, ended it on this,
1: that's I all mean I know. think we may see some some features and I'm sure I mean he does do a lot of production. Um, He's right. very apt with but that and behind so, the
0: scenes more yeah, so.
1: so you may yeah he may be kind of like more of like a grandfather role if you will. Just like you said behind the scenes. Yeah,
0: I, I was I was very pleased. But if I, I never hear another
1: album from him I'm not going to do so right. And please don't write any more books. That's just a, some a side <laughs> note for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it struck a chord with some people. It was a bestseller for a hot minute. I feel you. I mean, there's, there's albums that are feel, hey on guys, the Billboard charts hey that we if, don't like. If you like that book, go read the Fight book. Club. It's based yeah. off of Fight Club.
0: <laughs> for a much better story. Um, That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to shit on him. I like no pressure.
1: Don't make me shit on him. Number six for me was The Goat, Polo G. He is him and NLE Choppa, which his album was right up there with The Goat. Uh, from Dark to Light. I really like the two of them a lot, and like the the theme that they're on they they seem to be a lot like very far ahead of their peers as far as what they're talking about, yeah. their level that they're doing it at uh polo G, like that sound i think he's the one that's doing it the best he was he
0: was friends with um king with, Vaughn yeah r i p king Vaughn he also died th- this year um and i do i do think i like that the Chicago is having a re uh, sort of a renaissance right now. It's a it's a bit of a reawakening from like the the old Chief Keefe drill, because a lot of those guys died in that scene, honestly. Yeah. I'm um, afraid Um and and the ones that are still around, Chief Keefe, I mean he he sort of now has a such a such a core that he's really only serving them. Um Lil Dirk came back. He's one of the ones from that original time. But these guys that are coming up Polo G. Um, King Vaughn when he was coming up, they're already having such a big cultural impact that I think it would. It reminds me of when
1: Young Thug came out with the Barter Six. Yeah, that bubbling. What I like so much about Polo G and and Chapa is their message is uplifting. They're talking about what they saw and how to make it better. Polo G's twenty two years old, and he I, I really think that if he sticks with it, he has the storytelling ability like like Nas, like an Eminem, like they can really put you in their shoes like and, paint, yeah, and paint the picture for you. Yeah. Uh, I hope that he stays on this path. Mm-hmm. Uh, the songs I liked on that were, uh, he has a song with Juice World Flex, uh, Beautiful Pain, Trials and Tribulations, and Don't Believe the Hype. Like I said, he just puts you right in his shoes. It's believable. You can tell he's coming from an authentic point of view. And I, th- that's something I can appreciate. Yeah. Especially yeah. at 22 years old. And NLE Choppa to give him his problems is 18.
0: Yeah. And NLE Choppa, the problem with him is he's kind of having some controversies over there. But
1: it, as far yeah, as... Yeah,
0: he's had some pretty crazy domestic shit about Well, it,
1: that's all calmed down. Oh, has it? Um, okay. You're thinking of NBA Youngboy. No, no, no. No, NLE Choppa too. Oh, I, I think he's got that. No, say I, I, NBA Youngboy <laughs> has more than a few props. He's got like six kids. Seven <laughs> kids. Um, no... And Elie Chapa was in some negative light in the news yeah. because of some coronavirus comments. Right, right. Um, the, and, listen, he's like
0: he reminds he's me. He's eighteen years
1: old. Yeah, Let's keep that in mind. That's
0: like, by the way. That's exactly how I looked at medicine. I felt like when I was his age, like it was like he, I, I'm vegan and and you know I drink I do juice cleanses if I have cancer. Like yeah. it's it's not it's just yeah. he's
1: no I, not the not promote healthy living but right no he i think he just he's 18 he's just he's acting eighteen. yeah exactly Um, yeah i really liked the goat my apology very nice when we get back we're gonna get into five
0: stay tuned hey everyone hope you're enjoying the episode so far if you are please consider giving us a subscribe also if you're listening on apple give us a rate and review lastly if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes make sure you follow us on instagram at hlhbo thank you all so much let's get back into the episode
1: the Glock and then i let it out the and fishing for your bitch today. We I think I killed it earlier. <laughs> <And we gonna laughs> Chief Keith, everybody <laughs> to Darius Rucker's cousin run to the grill to stay like Harry Potter. Go ahead and run a bit, we can get a merry poppin'. <laughs> Since I got go just can't tell me nothing. Girl, I'm numb and I ain't feelin' nothing. Check it out, Tampa Bay bust down, Young Gravy featuring Chief Keefe and Y2K. Wow, off I, Ga- was, gas- I was Gasanova, and I, it is
0: gas. I was geeked when Jake played it. This that was the that's the hardest I laughed. I wasn't even like it was
1: a shock thing. I just that was yeah. beautiful. Lil Nas X is done. No gonna, more country music and rap. Chief Keefe bodied you in about ten seconds. A holiday should tell you that he's done. Nobody's talking about that track. Wait, he has a new song? <laughs> you didn't point know? Point
0: proven. You really didn't know? No, point Play proven. Play that. Uh, for... I'd rather not. It's a holiday. <laughs>
1: he talks about being a bottom. Mm. Shout out. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, again. but... It's not for me. <laughs> All right, so we, so we talk about our 2020 thing for a little little quick second. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm looking at... Pop Smoke made my list. You'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But there's a Pop Smoke song on my 2020. Mm-hmm. Um Another Pop Smoke song from 2020, Mm -hmm. Don Tolliver, which we'll get into him also. St. John, She Bumped Her Head, Chris Brown and Young (laughs) Thug. I told you I was listening to that. What is that
0: project called again?
1: Um, Slime and B. That's what it's called. And I remember that from memory. I didn't even read that here. So that's how hard (laughs) I fucked it. It just, they should have done it better. Uh, So, four. So, Lucy Vert, Eternal Take was on here. Still listening to Hot Remix. Gunna and Travis (laughs) and Young Thug. Um, Lil Baby's the Bigger Picture made that list. So there's another thing from 2020. Mm -hmm. Invincible, Pop Smoke. That was on Meet the Woo 2. That was 2020. Uh, So out of the 100 songs that Apple curated for me, about 10% of them came from 2020. I'm still listening to... So Much Fun, Young th- young Thug from last mm-hmm. year. You know, rodeos in there. A lot of old music. Yeah. So that kind of tells you how much I really messed with hip-hop this year. Maybe it wasn't a bad year, because when I went back and looked at it, the albums we did review were fairly good. Yeah. But as far as stuff that kept me engaged all year, there wasn't really much of hip-hop this year that kept me engaged. Right.
0: I got you. Um, so for me, the stuff that came out this year... Um, <clears throat> Lil Uzi Vert's The Eternal Take, but Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World 2, is that mm. what it is? The second, the side B. Um, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats is on here. The whole album, probably. Yeah. Um, Juice World, The Bee's Knees, but that's from 2018. J Electronica's Never Ending Stories on here. Um, JPEG Mafia. Um, a lot of Travis Rodeo is on here. A ton. Um, Let's see what else. Billie Eilish, "Everything I Wanted" was on here. That came out a couple of years ago. Flitzel Shuffles on my twenty twenty. <sighs> I feel like I didn't listen to it that much.
1: Yo, turn this shit up. Are you fucking dumb? Um,
0: Disco shit. 03 Gerido and Kenny Beats. Okay, that's from a couple of years ago. Um... Yeah, that's from Netflix and Deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I most I would say most of my stuff is from this year though. Aside from Astroworld. And and that's, always, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's always yeah. That's an
1: asteroid of mine, but really, like I went back. I've been listening to some oldies like Blue Oyster Cult a lot, uh, the Eagles a lot. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah, the I Scots know, is my
0: number one song.
1: <laughs> my, it's number two on mine, and I is that how like the order that you listen I them? I feel to like the it's the one that's the most listened to, which Myron. That can't be true because I've listened to uh the bigger picture like a thousand times. And there's some stuff from like these instrumental playlists that I listen to at night. Some like lo-fi stuff that charted higher than that. So there's yeah. no way that I listen to whatever this maybe, Channel maybe is. Maybe
0: maybe it's not, but I feel like that's how it would be. I could be wrong. The Grinch
1: off Trippy Reds project. That's <sighs> such a good song. <laughs> but most I guess
0: most of my stuff is from this year.
1: But that kind of shows you how unengaged I, I like off air that I really was in hip hop this year. I, I have a lot of little baby in here. <laughs> hey, he told me, I, I'm telling you, every time I, he was I, over. I, I, I do. really, I kind of that, that tastes
0: kind of <laughs> hot. I have a lot of little baby in here. That's a long album. There's a, there's like deep cuts in here. It's not it's not like it's the, the, the whole first. Thing. Yeah yeah no there's deep cuts in here. I don't know whose turn we left off on. Um, I think it was gonna be mine.
1: Go I'll ahead. Start it. Number yeah because we got done talking about it.
0: Number five is Amines Limbo.
1: I forgot about oh, that album.
0: Yeah. I didn't. I I played that one That was the one heavily. where he, Shimmy was um, on that album. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There's there's just there's that's some of Amine's like best tracks. And also the the project I wouldn't say it's conceptual. You definitely <clears throat> think,
1: got my attention with this.
0: I loved it. I mean there's some I mean, Young Thug the, that song compensating is, is really good. I like the roots. Charlie, Ar- Wilson, roots. yeah, I remember that one. Yep, Summer Walkers on here. Injury Reserve is on here. Fetus, there's um, I I even liked just some of the talk with Saba. I mean, it's it's a great it's just well, a
1: great album. I know what was the one. I hate to be like so crude, but the yeah. one where he's sitting on the toilet with caroline yeah, that's that car- exactly yeah. yeah like i remember you telling me like no there's actually some good stuff on there good and for i remember you. listening to it like i listened to it a couple times and i remember you talking about it back then being like oh there's some good stuff on there like yeah. he's, he's actually decent and right. i was like ah, oh, nice that's the things caroline i'm out for that yeah but yeah he definitely got my attention when shimmy came out because that was one of the singles it came out a couple months for the album that's where he really got my attention. <laughs> shimmy
0: is is one oh, one of fire. the best songs of last year for sure fire. for sure um, he definitely leveled up on this one, and I think he proved that he is an album artist. Um, he's not just you know uh, one you know yeah, one hit wonder. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. My number five was Alfredo. We kind of already talked about about that. I think we gave it the flowers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a
0: great, it's a wonderful
1: Grammy project. nominated. I really hope it wins. I would like to see. Who's it up against? He's up against. Um... What's like the, another like. The Allegory, Royce to Five Nine is up there. That D Smoke album is on there for, mm-hmm. I don't know, was two others? I don't know what, yeah. what, which ones they are. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'd really like to see Freddie Gibbs, especially Alchemist. I mean, he's such a niche producer. Like, not a lot of people really know who he is, right. like, outside Unless of, you're in
0: hip-hop. Yeah. Really.
1: He, and he, he, like, when you're talking about producers, like, people are going to be like, oh, Metro Boomin, uh... Those kind of when you yeah. talk about the Alchemist, a lot of hip hop fans may not know. Right. unless you're a big Action Bronson fan, then yeah, you definitely know. Who yeah, so I really I
0: would like to see him get the the credit he deserves for yeah. sure. It's a bit of a long shot, I think, only because it's
1: not as big a name. Well, and like it's the Grammys. That, I mean, yeah. But it, to be nominated, Freddie Gibbs really yeah, just, you could you always have that Grammy nominated yeah, yeah. artist. Every time they get introduced, Grammy nominated artist. Yep.
0: yep, for sure. you're number four. On uh, number four. <laughs> I'm gonna piss the internet off with this one.
1: Playboy Tattletales? Tattles? No, God no. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: Playboy Cardi's whole lot of red. Yes, God. <laughs> it's I think here's the thing. Hear me out. Give it wait a couple minutes. I'm not weeks. shitting on it. Like, no, I'm no, not no. saying
1: I'm not gonna say it was I terrible. Know the, I know a the, lot of people said it it was trash. Here's
0: the thing. I'm I'm kind of finding out there's first of all. It's a polarizing album just because of the sound alone. The mixing on the project is shitty in some spots. Like,
1: almost, it, it feels like it's so amateurish in some spots. Yeah, and there was, I just remember being left with the thought sometimes when tracks would end, be like, what did he cut out of this project? Right.
0: But I think, I think the more I go back to it, the more I'm like, I'm finding new songs that I like more than others at, at different points in time. And also, I admire. Um the fact that he stuck to this like vamp aesthetic and um really carried it through I would say a majority of the top half of the project, it does kind of fall off back to the more like die-lit Playboy Cardi, yeah. like it you know, more fun beats. Um but I think I think this is gonna be one of those projects that will inspire
1: new new sounds. Okay, so would you go as far to say it's a Yeezus? No, no, okay actually but kind of similar like I, yes. I I kind of get what you mean by that like when i was when you were telling me that i was like i can relate that to jesus just not as not as well
0: hard. you know it was one that was heavily criticized the a sound was extremely called, different a lot of people time.
1: called this shit
0: um i would say the difference is there's not maybe as much as much to chew on lyrically here but there doesn't need to be with Play no it Ricard. never is with him um, but I just think I think it will be one of those kind of like a Jesus where people pick it up or artists pick it up. Cherry Bomb, Child of the Creator. There's always yeah. one project in the person's discography that people are like, "Fuck that project." But yeah. then you have the fans that really like it are like, "No, it's good." Yeah. And that's and that's me. Pretty Don't much. talk about Jesus is King. Jesus <laughs> King is still fire, regardless <laughs> of how you feel about Kanye. Like, I think this project, some of my favorite tracks, um, Rockstar made that I did like the kicks off the project. One. Um, stop breathing is is a good one. Metamorphosis with Kid Cudi, I liked it. That's so good. Um, I like uh, New Tank is really good. I think I um, Vamp Anthem I like even though the beat actually going back is shit, but um, I do like Vamp Anthem um, Sky which is kind of picking up now lately. Um, I love you, I hate you. That's the only Pierre Bourne track. So yeah, I, think I thought that was that was, was kind of odd. I think he was just going. I don't think Pierre Bourne really does that Vamp. You know that more rock sound, so I get
1: it. I did like Meh after, like I didn't really care for it as a right. single. Yeah,
0: no, 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 it, that's a different
1: one. Oh, it, so it is different. A, it's I knew different. something was yeah, like yeah. I was like, why do oh, I like that's... this more? <laughs> no, it was the... at yeah. yeah at Meh yeah. The... And I, I don't know. I'm just not with the sound, so I can't really. I think... I'm not gonna say like, oh, it was trash. Like to me, yeah, it was trash. Like I can look at a piece of art and be like, I see why people appreciate that, but yeah, it's like, not your. What is what does Kevin say in the office? I'm not going to bang a painting. Like I can look at it and be like, yes, I can see what people appreciate about this, but uh, it's not for me. Like I'm not with the sound.
0: I'm with it. One hundred and ten percent. I think as the year goes on, this one might be something that people go back to. And he's talking about dropping a deluxe. Which, mother of God, what is that going to be like? If this is 24 tracks, what's, it's going to be like 50, 60 songs at the yeah, end.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of one of the biggest criticisms, which is hard, is the leaks. Like, the leak tracks, On a lot of the people wanted He had those. to
0: change. He had to, like, re, he probably scrapped 40 songs off leaks easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, he kind of had to rebuild it from the ground up. And also, Kanye came in and executive produced it. Um, his his Great feature's job. pretty good. I like his feature. I didn't love it, but it was pretty well,
1: good. he was... I, I Even it, for the hype of having a Kanye feature, yes. Yeah. Whatever.
0: I like Kid Cudi, though. Kid Cudi stole the show.
1: Yeah. It, Does I, I like that Kid Cudi. Like, I like when he's doing, and it was more on his sound, but like I like the Kid Cudi features that we've been getting, like him on the Scots. Like, I like him doing the new sound and mm-hmm. just the whole album of it is monotonous. Right, bit. right. And that was my drawback with man on the Moon
0: three? And also I think Playboy Cardi's minimal as an artist. So I think having Kid Cuddy come in there like texturing the hums yeah, into the It was beat, very
1: very like yin
0: atmospheric yang. and yeah. it was just it was great. I liked it. There's the, the parts I like about this album are when it's dark, gritty, Cardi's like really into the fucking song. Um I like that um those moments in it. I am it's not, just as, his inflection to me, like yeah. I'm just not that, big that on like that Impair- X. You yeah. know, like, I'm on X, I'm on Codeine.
1: Like, it just kind of grades the, on me. The inflection, I, I, it's hard to get with, and I'm not with the sound as far as the beats and his delivery. Like, it's not like Danny Brown. Like, Danny Brown is an MC, but right. a, a lot of people what holds him back is his his sound. Like his The delivery. way his voice naturally sounds is yeah. abrasive. <laughs> and if you can't get past that and you're not with the sound, that's me with Playboy Cardi. Like, I get why it's popular, it's just not for me number four it. comes with a footnote because I like the original okay. the deluxe and we'll, we'll just talk about it shoot for the stars aim for the moon pop smoke rest the in deluxe peace deluxe is five hours long? Dude, I was so proud of how they rolled that music out like yeah. the first album was very well put together there wasn't a lot of stuff that dragged I yeah. listened to it start to finish like ten times the day it came out right and then came all the deluxe and they just <laughs> I feel like they like I feel like there's nothing more of pop smoke to hear now like at yeah. least with juice <laughs> world like you know like the estate took their time to put it out like how much more pop smoke is there? Right. Like I feel like you just said here it is. Take what you want from it. Like I mean, I guess it's if if that if you wanted to get it all out and just do it at once, I I get it. You're not stringing the family along and just right. getting more grief, and I, I get it. But I I really really like this album. The mixtapes you had to be a pop smoke fan to right. like. Like it was just that Brooklyn drill sound. Like if you weren't with it, just a lot like Playboy Cardi. If you weren't right. with that sound, you mm-hmm. weren't with it. But when I heard him kind of mm. like get into the R&B like when he did what's got it on me mm. when, he, when he's doing the, the 50 flip me. that one gangsters mm-hmm. I did not know that pop smoke had that kind of range and it was so upsetting when you heard it and we talked about it when we reviewed it it's a lost potential yeah you're like damn what what would we have heard that's it, unfair to think that way and it is kind of selfish like I'm, I'm yeah he had a family and I'm not taking away from that but his, there was so much more. That project did make it on my top 100. He that's what blew, I, I mean, a lot like Juice World. his trajectory to the top was so, yeah. like, breakneck speed. It was. And some, I mean, we talked about it, some bad, poor decisions on his part yeah. led to, to his untimely demise, which yeah. is sad to see people's actions have consequences. And even the things you do subconsciously, like he leaked his address a couple times, and I, I, don't, I don't think it was intentional. No.
0: Uh, it was on a tag. It no. was like that people just found it on a tag.
1: Like, I mean, when you, when you live that life and then make some careless decisions about your safety from there, it's, yeah. shit happens. it should happen. It is. It's, but, it's sad, but
0: the album, I think it was critically, it was well-received and, um, there were some very, it was just hot tracks. Yeah. And, um, I like the one with Quavo a lot. Aim for the moon. They that had was,
1: a lot of chemistry, man. I would listen. They had that song shake the room if, too. If
0: Quavo left the Migos
1: to start a group with pop smoke, I wouldn't blame him. That's what I said about the... Um, God, what was that? He has a song with him. And I was saying, like, you could just take... If you could take one of the Migos away like and just... Take put, off. Yeah. We all know it would be take off. Yeah, <laughs> um, He's like the fourth Migo. But yeah, they, they had a ton of chemistry together. Yeah, it was a... Uh,
0: but it was a good... It was definitely a great uh, great project. Who'd you have at number three? My number three is... Um, <laughs> this is the cheap one. The Weekend After Hours.
1: Okay, I uh, you always have one that's kind yeah. of got hip hop on there. Yeah, to. it's um,
0: but I would say this one was definitely more. I get well, it was a lot of '80s aesthetic and singing. Um, but it's uh, it's one of those. It's conceptual in the aesthetic of it. It really translated well with the weekend. I think this is one of my favorite projects of his. I did like Starboy, but I think this one is leaps and bounds even better than that one.
1: I liked this project more no. than Starboy. Much more than Yeah, It reminded me, like, okay, like, that was my biggest criticism of The Weeknd is, like, after, like, what, what he put out with Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of got more pop and kind of left the storytelling, this left the atmosphere This goes back to Trilogy, painting. too. Yeah, it goes back to what I really like in The Weeknd is, is a concept.
0: He's kind of sleazy. He definitely, he like, he'll just, like, leave a girl is at the, a
1: hotel. Is the face real? have you seen his face oh how it's like so sunken in yeah Yeah. his plastic surgery that he got you think it's real no google you must not have seen this oh no i didn't we're both off of social media but i still have uh snapchat and this is how i saw it holy shit if you just google the weekend it's gonna be one of the first things (laughs) that you'll see it is horrible dude and the people are talking like they don't know if it's real or not
0: oh he got like
1: michael jackson bad plastic surgery oh my god what yes
0: I hope that's not real. He looks so, like the Joker.
1: Yeah, so they're not they're saying like it could be part of the character that he's playing for after hours. He's uh-huh. been in the news because or in music news because he thinks that he got snubbed of a Grammy, which there's everybody has that every year. So and so should have gotten this. Um uh, but yeah, he's, there's some It
0: was like when Kendrick got didn't get nominated for was well, it? He did win. he, he Oh he didn't yeah. win for Timbo Butterfly. Yeah.
1: yeah. But um, but yeah, I really like the album a lot, Mike.
0: Yeah, I so I hope that's not real.
1: That. Um, but yeah, he's had more surgery as well. Like, there's a recent picture of. Him. Yeah, it was down there. Go back, go back one screen. Uh, that picture right there. Dude, it's terrible. <laughs> he looks like I really Squidward. hope. Squidward. I know. That's what they like were saying. The handsome, handsome Squidward. Squidward. <laughs> Dude, it, I hope it's not real. I hope it's. I I hope it's like for like some sort of like crazy clout. For once, I hope it's clout. I'm yeah. gonna make this one screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my apple. Nah, I'm not gonna clown the man. Uh, you gotta. Nah, that's a different one. That's it. That's. But insane. I really did like the album. Like, uh, kind of like Big Sean. Like, it kind of reinstored my confidence in them. It did, and it was also so
0: well executed. There's not really any songs that I don't like on that project. It's uh. It, it was it, and that was one when it first came out. There's too much hype around it, so I stay away from it. And then it simmered
1: down, and I, I got to appreciate as, it. As Polo G would say, don't buy into the hype. That's right, for as sure. he would sing, I guess, he kind of sings <laughs> melodically. Singing number three for me while, while the world was burning, St. John.
0: That's I really
1: enjoyed this album a lot.
0: I was driving back from Florence, um, back up, and uh, that's like a three hour drive. And I threw that on, and the Kanye feature on that one is really good. Yes.
1: Yeah, he has two. There was one that didn't <laughs> yeah. make the album. Oh, really? Um, there is the Smack DVD. Mm-hmm. That one got added later. For some reason, they oh, didn't make okay. the first cut. I think I heard... Pray For Me was on the original release. Smack DVD Smack DVD, I think, equipment. is the one I'm thinking of, because that was yeah, hard that to one know. is better than, yeah. than uh, Pray For Me. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, really start to finish. There was not much on here I didn't like. The track with Jid is hot. Both Kanye ones are good. Um, Monica Lewinsky, that was a song on its own on a mixtape that he put out, and then they added the baby to it and put it Monica Lewinsky election year, which is kind of funny because <laughs> yeah. it was an election year, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I can say, and you people control me because I don't get on the internet, but that the Roses remix... Uh uh-huh. I did not know that how that hot was Saint John. TikTok? No, I knew how hot it was on TikTok. Oh, okay. I heard the Roses remix before I heard Roses with Future. Oh my god, that song is hard. Like, yeah, I know most is. people got tired of hearing it, so they didn't listen to it. It's kind of like my Hotline Bling. Like, with me <laughs> not listening to the radio, I played the shit out of. It. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely. And Tad, that's something. the only social media she uses is TikTok. <laughs> so she was like, "Wait a minute," I played her this. I was like, "This is the original. This isn't yeah. the remix. The remix is what you're hearing on TikTok." Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it wasn't. It wasn't one that I.
0: I guess I I didn't go back to it, but I appreciated it while it was on. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm not mad at that one. Um, my next one, my number two, is Ka, Descendants of Cain, which was um, it was sort of a conceptual album. Um, it was talking the you know Cain and Abel sort of yeah. story, brothers killing brothers. Um, it was it's definitely a deep listen. It's one that I I I throw on with headphones, sitting on my couch. Not doing anything else, you know. It's um, it's one that I just appreciate going through. Um, um it you in that, that
1: big ass house with headphones on. I'd yeah. be paranoid as hell. <laughs> what was that? Well, I mean, you got Jack too, so yeah. Having that and black black bear <laughs> gonna save you.
0: <laughs>
1: if I know if he's barking like crazy, I know that. But no, I headphones. I got albums like that. Like there's albums like when you just buy yourself, I put like, it on just, at night, and just, with no like other entertainment, like yeah. just to listen to music. Yeah,
0: his that that project is definitely definitely one for me. That I um, I just appreciate it as a as a full body of work. It's a it's a beautiful project. It's um it's a, it's one that you have to go back to multiple times to really get the full
1: picture of it.
0: But uh, it's it's one that you want to go back to multiple times as well.
1: Not is it is it as in depth as Billy Woods? It's it's on. I've forgotten level. his name like a million times <laughs> this year. So I knew if I had referenced him again, yeah. I'd have to. Not
0: it right. It's it's on that level, but it's a, I would say it's a bit more accessible okay. than Billy Wood. Not all of his music is is as accessible. I, mean, I just as don't have one. the time to like be googling the shit he's saying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you'll get the theme very quickly if okay. you're kind of familiar with biblical um, stories yeah. as
1: well. It takes a lot from that. Yeah, from I went to a title. private school. I took I yeah. took Bible class from grade one to <laughs> nine. To yeah, eight, eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Number two for me was Denzel Curry and Kenny's Beats unlocked. <laughs> much yeah. like what we said with alfredo <laughs> when you're working with an artist and a producer solely only good can come of it. only good only greatness and yeah that project that whole project's on my the rollout with the video like as a whole like body of work it, incredible
0: yeah if you haven't watched the it's like 20 minutes 25 minutes yeah, I mean, it's the length of the album it's it's so much it adds so much to it they're jumping into different art styles they have to, so they have to go into this computer because the project leaked, and so it's Kenny Beats and Denzel Curry, and as they're going through these different stages, one of them's like a Japanese horror stage. There's claymation. There's like an anime stage. It's it it's the tracks of the song, and as the track plays out, it gives them another file. Yeah, they're going to get the leak. Yeah, get the leak. So it was it was so well executed. Yeah, very and, creative. And it's. It's, um, you can tell Denzel Curry didn't put a lot of thought into it. You know, it was just no, the No, the and the thing
1: is, the two of them separately can do any sound. Like, you put, I mean, was it Rico Nasty this year did a, yeah, a tape with Kenny Beats? Like, he can do so many different sounds, much like Denzel Curry. So when you put them together, like, obviously the only thing you're going to get is creativity. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I for
1: mean, sure. look at what he does, that, Kenny Beats, with The Cave. He brings in all these different artists. I love artists The Cave. And I they all... The seem to gain and benefit out of it like it, i don't think i've ever watched the cave where somebody looked irritated now nah, he's it. very he's very open to other people's
0: energy yeah. and i think that's what makes him good to collaborate with um some i mean i literally there's not a bad track on here but my favorites i would say
1: are um do you want to just do you, do you want to just say it it's your number one album it is my king is talking about a number one album <laughs> So, just so you feel we didn't skip his number one no. like at the end like what was hakeem's he's gonna go into it this is number one, this is my number one. <laughs> if i you actually know. forgot this was your number two and i <laughs> if you didn't know that hakeem was gonna put this on his only well, there's a podcast since drop date that hasn't been mentioned
0: <laughs> it's 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 so good it's so good it's um my favorite tracks are take it back pyro leak um um so incredible track 7 is is phenomenal um it's it's perfect in every way it's yeah it's there's my no favorite nothing to skip nothing it's short to the point um and some people would argue it's not a project because of its length or it's not an album
1: because of its length but I'm not splitting hairs because of the fact that it's so two, well, you had two non hip hop albums on your list. Yeah, okay. So, well <laughs> he can't, he's not in the business of splitting hairs. Once you split one, you still <laughs> yeah, my wake up It's our list, okay? We yeah. didn't say your favorite albums. Exactly. Um it 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 just brought me so I'm much. I'm excited joy. to see what twenty twenty one has for him because yeah. Last year he had Zoo. Zoo then didn't this, miss. yeah. Um,
0: the the project even before Zoo that came out that had um Kurt Cobain on it. Cloud Cloud Cobain, Cobain,
1: yeah. It's a uh, it's just his, his He hasn't missed in the last. I he's mean, ever, gonna really.
0: be one of those. Just I think Denzel Curry, if he keeps going on the trajectory he's going, which he's becoming more and more mainstream each time. Um, this is he's just has such a career yeah. ahead of him and to look back at.
1: He's he's an incredible and I love this project. I love it. I love it. I love it. My number one was Heaven or Hell Don Tolliver. That's what's up. Only one track on there that I don't care for, and that's the one with Quavo and them from uh from Jack Boys. I don't know I don't know why it why it even made the the album. Yeah. It was weird. It it didn't really match. Like it would have been different if they like maybe added a song or right. added a person to it. Kind of like uh, no idea was on here too, though, and that's an older track, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, he got to he got to put the songs that he had high stream. Look, this song's beautiful. iPhone, Apple just wants us to play <laughs> Heaven or Hell. We both accidentally <laughs> play, started playing, but that's when he got big streams on. No yeah. idea and Situation no came idea. out around the same time.
0: Situation, by the way, didn't I tell you about yes. Dom Tolliver? Yes. Situation, just oh. That's one of my favorite tracks ever that he's put out. It's it's so it's it's a little bit more of like an R and track.
1: Yeah. Now that my phone is now working, <laughs> had enough with Quavo and Offset. It, it was on Jack Boys. I didn't like it on Jack Boys because the hook that Don Toliver had, like the beginning, mm-hmm. I was with the the yeah. vibe, and then it was like they just switched tracks, and it's now the Migos. I, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Anyway. No. Um, but literally everything else, the only other track I may have, I think I may have said something in the review about was Wasted. It just seemed a little more commercial than yeah. his sound. Like it, it was one that was That was the single, of, wasn't it? Yeah, like this, you can like see growth from, what was it, Donnie Womack? Wasn't that his yeah. project before? So you can see a little bit of growth. This one, he kind of s- seemed to step, like that one just seemed like it, they were reaching for a commercial hit.
0: And Donnie Womack is, almost feels more like a demo because... Nobody really knew about him
1: when this one came out. No, and when you go back and listen to it. Diamonds is good as hell, though. Oh, yeah. When what I was listening name, to man? it. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about Owl Pharaoh, like where you're hearing, like, what is to come. Like, when yeah. you go back, there's so much to be appreciated from Donnie Womack. Right. After this Let's album. Let's not like, say Owl Pharaoh. Let's say Days Before Rodeo. Kind of. Okay. That's whatever. You, it's, but it's Because it, it's,
0: it's a little. Owl Pharaoh is just a this little more, more This yeah. is more complete. Donnie Wilmack is more complete. Donnie Donnie is more complete. that's why I would say that before. But you already. can Not hear where he, I'm like You
1: can hear where he started and was like, okay, yeah. damn, this is really his sound. Like it is and that's why I think he, Travis his sound gave is so the sound. Euphoria? Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's um, that's such a beautiful track. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was probably my top listened to album all year. And that I mean I, objectively there's only a couple songs I didn't like. Yeah. And it got Heavy streams. Yeah,
0: no, I mean... From me. I, I'm kind of sad. This is one maybe I have a little remorse over. Go not back Including... Hakim's gonna listen to that on his
1: way home tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
0: See, it's still in my library. Yeah. I just... It, you know, it just gets buried because I add so much stuff daily, but... Um, if
1: Apple... I mean, they listen to this probably to, to filter... Right. Copyright and shit. If Apple, if you're listening, do something where we can, like, repin music. Right, yeah. To the top. Cool. Like, I periodically will delete an album that i've kind of forgotten about kind of like you said that. i'll delete it and re-add it so yeah that's back in my recently exactly added. what i do because um, yeah with the accessibility now it's just so easy to get bogged down and not
0: gotta delete this young boy album off
1: yeah he's he's a la carte for me but that dude's got a niche following doesn't he oh yeah uh, they're they're fanatics. he's, he's
0: one of the top he's what he has always has the top views on um youtube He's always in there. YouTube. He's music? put out
1: so much music in the last two years. <laughs> him and NLE Choppa. Um, there's one other. I'm blanking on his name. They're on the old putting...
0: Gucci main format. Jesus. Where it's just like, just go, 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 go. Shout out Billy Eilish, had a great track this year. Therefore yeah, I am I liked it.
1: Like when I listening to that, I went back and it's probably still in my recently added Her first yeah, album. At And Burn. Mm-hmm. It's a song with Vince Staples yeah. from 2017. It's incredible. Never heard it's it before dumb. in my life until I listened to that single, the one you mm-hmm. were just talking about, and, and went and kind of looked back at her discography. Yeah. I like her a lot. She's got a lot of talent.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Billie
1: Eilish. Um, so we've already kind of talked about what you're spinning because we went through what we were listening to for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really have anything for the writing prompt. I, I I can kind of tell you something uplifting that I've been kind of doing. Sure. Um so, I don't want to sound like everybody else, but the if that documentary Netflix did The Social Dilemma. Like, mm-hmm. I'd already seen The Great Hack, and The Social Dilemma kind of doubled down on some of the things they were talking right. about in The Great Hack. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go delete all the apps on my phone that are useless to me. Like, stuff that like I can access online, like through mm-hmm. a browser. So, I did that. Went through, deleted a bunch of stuff. I now have, like, one screen of apps. Like, you, can't, you don't yeah. scroll to another one. The only social media I have is Snapchat, and I watch the... Our Instagram page right. for the podcast. And that's it. Deleted Safari off my phone. Downloaded DuckDuckGo. I have Lion, which is our, um, I'm
0: sorry, Brave Browser, which is DuckDuckGo is the search engine. But I use, um, I use a
1: Brave Browser. Yeah. More private. So, I was on Snapchat the other day and I'm scrolling. hmm Get to an ad slot. And, like, this underwire-free bra ad pops up. <laughs> And then I got to thinking, like, I'm getting all these weird ads that right. aren't targeted to me now. Yeah, <laughs> it is so strange how like the algorithm on my phone has changed just from deleting some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they can't track it as well. Um, I also I also deleted everything. <laughs> um, I don't. I I actually. I so I was on um, Safari on this browser. And I had apparently had logged into the hooks lines and hip hop page. So now I check it just through, yeah, through the browser, and um, i found myself wasting a lot less time. A lot less time. Um, I go on Reddit. That was
1: probably the only one that I keep. Yeah, and I don't even really look at that as like it's a social, social media. media it's more no like, one I know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't even think I'm, I'm following or follow any pages. Like if I'm, oh excuse <laughs> me, it's been a while. Like if I'm doing something on the car. like if I'm like want to look at like Dotsons, I'll go right. to R Dotson and look at like what, what right. the, the Dotson community is doing. I don't really follow it. Right. I just use it because every time if you're on DuckduckGo or before when I was on Safari or Chrome, mm-hmm. when you would go to that page, it would want you to prompt to open the app. And right. trying to go through Safari, for some reason, especially at least on my phone, was terrible yeah. to read Reddit on. So I, that, that's one app that I did keep because just from the functionality, yeah. but I think I'd, I have like a burner email on that one.
0: Yeah. I deleted um, Instagram is gone. Snapchat was the last one, dude. And you know this, because nobody could reach me (laughs) except for Snapchat. And honestly, people were like, how am I going to talk to you now? And I'm like,
1: I guess you're going to have to text me. Um, And I don't even, I don't use it to communicate with anybody, really. It's just to, like, kind of keep up with people that I haven't seen in a while. It's also, I understand
0: it's entertaining, too, you
1: know? Yeah, and it's not, like with me not using it, like I don't really talk, I like guess not saying not you're talk not to people. Active. I don't, I difference don't is actively you don't use The don't post. It. Yeah. You're... I just, I'm more of a, an observer. Right. Yeah. You're what we call a lurker. Well, <laughs> I got too into social media as a kid, like trying to like, I mean, I was, I was a little thirsty little kid, like mm-hmm. trying to hit up on you all, all the, the girls clock? I went to church with. And like all the girls I went to school with. I mean, anybody that knows we me. We all slid into DMs. Yeah. I slid into DMs before that was the thing. Like before we called it that. Mm-hmm. I was poking bitches since. <laughs> for those, oh, wait. Of... <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, that's I, a Facebook joke, not I've... a sexual joke. <laughs> yes,
0: that's what I wanted to say. I don't know you if you the poke know, is still a part of uh, Facebook.
1: Um, I haven't been on there in years. Um, it's very freeing. I'm telling you, like, yeah, it, it's, I can't. I, words <laughs> honestly cannot describe how my no. life has benefited from getting. I, I mean, I deleted. Facebook years ago and that was like the first step and like slowly like I I really thought I was going to have a hard time with Twitter and Twitter has like a probationary time like I think 30 days days yeah however many days you can get it back and shockingly enough like in those 30 days I never went back I I did go through I think I mentioned it on the podcast I went through all my pictures that I put on Twitter all Mm -hmm. my tweets and I reread them them. and kind of I snapchat I I mean I screenshotted a few of them so like Mm -hmm. I could always like go back and look at some of the interactions that I have with people on Twitter there's a lot of stuff At my age now, like, I'm not proud of that I I posted or said. That was one of the motivations. And then since doing that, it's just, like you said, it's so freeing.
0: I got so... I remember in 2018, I think was the last time I had Facebook, um, maybe a little... No, 2016, because that's when um, Bernie Sanders was running the first time. When I tell you that I would cringe at some of the stuff I said back then, not because I don't believe in the things I said... But because I was very clearly just being combative with people that had a different political opinion than me, and then looking at like how the Trump people are now and what that kind of behavior leads to, which yeah. is this like fanaticism, this fanatic thinking, just because you're getting kudos off of ter- taking someone else down. Um, I got so into that at one point, and then I kind of, after Bernie didn't win. I was like, "Oh, none of this matters." Yeah. So I just kind of stepped back from that and deleted everything. There's nothing from. We that are time. not
1: that far removed from a time where we didn't have Facebook in right. our pocket, and, we and didn't I can have survive all that. these things. And I remember what it was like. I feel old doing that. I feel I old old this, this. I feel old saying this, but I remember is the what old it was, heads yeah, podcast. I man. remember what it felt like to not feel your phone vibrate in your pocket every ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I I use my phone. If if I've said this a million times to coworkers, if I didn't listen to so much music. I would really be fine with a flip phone. Yeah, because I just I like, if I want to get on, I use the computer. Jake like, calls people. Yeah, That's, yeah I don't no, text. To give you
0: context, Jake does not text. And sometimes I'm even like, "Hey, hey, can you just text me?" And he's like, "Call me later." And I'm like, "Fuck." Okay. <laughs> but but you know, to be honest, I I I found that with people I'm closest to, I don't text them. Yeah. Like y- like you, my friend Jackson, my friend um, Latham, like all these people that I'm very very close to. I don't text. I call
1: I don't know. I just saw, like, how fanatical about I was about social media as a kid and, like, the way I interacted with people online. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I think it re- like it took me, honestly, getting married, getting divorced, and then, like, thinking, like, what do I do from here? Like, to realize, like, some of the things that I did that I thought was not normal. I'm not saying that I did, like, weird shit. Nah. But, like, just the way I interact with strangers. Like, Trolling. Everything is different. Like, every, I feel like my whole life has changed. Like, I've gotten off social media. I've stayed away. Like, that is how I feel like everybody is being manipulated now. We're just doing the things that...
0: Look at all the old people. You know how people... You know, remember, there's this meme, like, parents used to tell their kids, like, don't believe what you see on the internet. And now kids are telling their parents not to believe what they see on Facebook. Yeah. The amount of misinformation that goes through... Um, social media so quickly the most recent thing in that ties to hip hop someone was saying that Kanye West Jeffree
1: Star yeah yes oh my god and
0: guess what the girl who who put that out there came out with a video recording that she had sent to one of her friends saying like it's not true at all I just wanted people to talk about me I just wanted clout you were willing to ruin this dude's you're kicking someone while they're already down because there's rumors that they're kind of yeah, I mean there's been there's been
1: very credible rumors for months about yes.
0: this. So so you so he has that
1: going on allegedly and then now you're adding on this demon yeah, polish shit. It's, it's sick. Like there's so much stuff that's going on and we think like And all we, the
0: QAnon stuff politically. I mean please like it's it's such a toxic place at this point. It's not even really worth for your mental health like not, not I'm not telling you to delete everything like we did, but definitely like take some time
1: away from yeah, it. Yeah, when you get that, that screen time notification f- from your... I think yeah. Samsung's probably do it too, but Apple, mine, mine comes every Sunday. Yeah, like when I started looking at that, I'm like... What was your highest? I'll tell you mine. I don't even remember what my highest was, and it probably wasn't even that, that high, right. but when I was looking, like I think now my average is like two hours and 50 minutes a day, but granted, I do make phone calls at work. I'm on That's email incredible. from my phone.
0: That's incredible. That's nothing.
1: And like... I think it was like up in like the 8 10 hour yeah. range and I'm like 10 years ago I wasn't do I wasn't doing this like yeah. I-, I don't know it's just it's so freeing to not be tied to it.
0: I was in that 10 hour 12 hour range and I think at one point it got as high as like 14 and mm-hmm. I was like Jesus that's a terrible yeah well
1: your job to where you were yeah. at you had a little I bit said, more time to yeah. be on your phone like it, it's perspective and how like you got to gauge it per person that's a good point. um and honestly i was trying to i just hated my my boss so I yeah just, i think the, <laughs> and i think part of and i hate i hate it because this year was horrible for so many people i mean i i had coronavirus a lot of people struggled that i know because people of died this from it. yeah uh, but the one thing we've spent more time with Loved ones this year than any other year. Like it's been more about like the people around you than the people you talk to on your phone. To me, like I feel like yeah. I've had more time to be with the people that I'm closest with, mm-hmm. and it's made me not want to deal with the out or not deal with it, but not have to hear the and, outside stuff. Yeah, the outside bullshit.
0: It's all yeah. It's a lot of noise, and I I think it's a at the end of the day you'll feel better, just about yourself and closer and more grounded. You know, I think it does provide that as well, for sure. Absolutely. Mm. It was good to good to be back in the studio, kind of getting. Oh, back I've been in 18... the studio. Jake's been in the stew. Gang, um, back in the stew. <sighs> yeah, I, I've been.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, but but I mean cooped, in the in, the, re, in regards to uh, hooks lines of hip hop. Yes, I've it is been very in much the so. stew as
1: well. Yeah, you come <laughs> over and help me a couple times. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll, I'll I'll listen to Jake's stuff. I love sitting in here just watching him record but doing an episode it felt nice
1: yeah um maybe maybe sometime soon you'll hear some of the stuff i did in 2020 i'm trying to get some distribution on itunes and stuff yeah! but i figured if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it right do it all the way um
0: what do you want to ride (sighs) after?
1: that's what i'm looking at what do you think yeah let's do this this wasn't very talked about bb king freestyle lil wayne and drake hell yeah what a fire track
0: thank you guys for listening go follow Instagram at hlhpo
1: grab meat but still got beef sizzling know that I need discipline I keep singing for all these hoes they keep listening Niggas let bro up with the boy and that fistes but we are not equivalent dog I've been the only child don't need sibling and I'm past him like the times that he's living in. h2o man.